Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? <clears throat> for the 51st fucking time. And for the first time in like over a month. I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. I am joined this week and for as long as you'll have me, Doug, by my buddy Doug. We're talking football. Yes, sir. New format. Instead of doing daily 15, 20-minute episodes, Doug and I are going to sit down one mega 45-minute hour-long podcast every week. It'll drop like Sunday, Monday range. But the podcast is back. The meme page is back. Not Joe is back. Thank God. He's bringing Doug with him. Woo! Give the people what they want. Right? <laughs> so we are talking, uh, I think it, this, this worked out perfectly because Jamal Adams uh, traded today. So there's that. So we talk on, talk on that. We get caught up on the Washington football team. We get caught up on Alex Smith, the Mahomes contract, Dak getting franchised, uh, Cam to the Patriots, a little Notre Dame football at the end. Yeah, a little bit of Miles Garrett. A little bit of Miles Garrett. Um, It was a good pod. I had fun. So, um, anyways, welcome back to the pod and uh, excited for you guys to listen to this, excited for the new format. Excited to talk football with my boy Doug once a week. Any thoughts? Good times. I'm excited to keep doing this. Let's do it. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Okay, so podcast is back. I'm back with Doug. Yo. And I figured if we're going to restart the fucking podcast, might as well start talking to Seahawks. Yeah. That was the first thing on my mind. <laughs> So, uh, Jamal Adams, big trade. Jets sending Jamal Adams and what a fourth for yeah. Jamal Adams and a fourth for two firsts, a third, and Bradley McDougal. McDougal. So that's a king's ransom for a safety. Uh, yeah, not not a premium position. Not a pass rusher, not a quarterback. Well, he, a safety. He, he had twice as many sacks as Jadavion Clowney last year, so there's okay. that. Okay, all right. Um, but yeah, not a not a guy that. I mean, it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna give. I mean, that's a quarterback. Two first round picks. Two first round picks. That's quarterback territory. Yeah. That's you do that for a pre- premium yeah. position. Pass rushers and quarterbacks. But I mean, I don't know. The Jets are bad, so watching him was like, you know, he was, a, he was a good player on a bad team, so now he's going to be a good player on a pretty good team. Yeah. So hopefully, I don't I mean, not hopefully, but, but I mean, like you would the, think he'll make a difference uh, in Seattle. Yeah, I mean, but, he's, there's, I just don't understand the, well, listen, I, I have to think that the Niners being in the trade talks ramped the they drove the price up yeah. for Seattle because it was the Niners and Cowboys that it was like Niners they were talking about getting them right it was like Niners Cowboys Seahawks had kind of like they were all on the list yeah 
And I, I so a couple podcasts ago, um, hope, hopefully everybody listened, but a couple podcasts ago, I said I didn't think he was going to get traded because I didn't think that the Jets would get enough because of all the uncertainty around COVID. And it's like, what's the salary cap going to be and everything else? Yeah. So, but the Jets got what they wanted. The they Jets got a got, lot. They got a fucking shit ton. Yep. And now the Seahawks have to pay Jamal Adams. That's, yeah. That to me is the is the crux of all of this. Is that the now? Fine, he's on your team. You get one year more year on the rookie deal, one year more year on his fifth year option, and then you got to pay. You got to pay a lot of money. Highest paid safety in the league, guaranteed. Yep. And they already got money tied up with Russell Wilson and all these other guys in that team. So that's I don't know. I, it like, just doesn't seem like a trade. I I wouldn't give two first round picks for a safety. The Niners won the division last year, and now they have twice as many first round picks as the Rams and Seahawks do combined over the next two years. Really? The Rams and Seahawks do not have a pick next year in the first round. The Seahawks do not have a pick in twenty twenty two in the first round, and the Rams finally get their pick back. So the Rams and Seahawks combined have one pick in the first round over the next two years. Neither team next year. Neither team next year. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you catch the 49ers in terms of talent. Yeah, they already they are the most talented team in the division. Yeah. And they have the most draft capital. Yes. Top three, four talented team in the league. And they've got their first round picks and you don't. How the fuck do you keep up? Yeah. You're banking on Russell Wilson and that's it. Which he is premier quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, so you he, got a chance when you got a guy like him. Yeah, but as, you know, it's um, somebody tweeted, and I wish I'd written down who, but they said, "Okay, you overpaid Jamal Adams." Well, how do you know we overpaid? Well, it's like you're going to pay him a because he's going to ask for a fair market contract. Yeah. Right. It's not like he's going to give you a discount just because you gave up all those draft picks. So if you're paying him a fair market contract, then everything you gave up for him on the draft on the draft pick side is overpayment. Plus, so, he he made it sound like he wanted to go to Dallas too, right? And he wanted to go to he he wanted to go to Dallas, but like he's he's at least been saying I want to win. He's right? a Texas all, guy, right? So yeah, yeah, I think so. You know that stuff. What the LSU? Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, he at least the teams on his list were at least winning teams. The problem is winning teams are usually up against the cap. Cowboys are up against the cap. Niners are up against the cap. The Seahawks were barely, I mean, okay, first, the Seahawks had like a positive seven point window, point differential last year. So they were like barely a playoff team if you look at that. Yeah. Wilson tips the scale for them. Good for you. But like you still don't rush, you still can't rush the pass. You just give up two first round picks, and you still can't rush the pass. And that probably means they're not getting Clowney back, right? Can't get Clowney now. Yeah. Which means maybe Cleveland can. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Miles um, um, Garrett, Clowney. Who else would be on that line? Uh, Sheldon Richardson, Larry oh, Ogunjobi. They just drafted a guy in the third round. They got some uh, good talent on their D line. It's the rest of the defense I'm worried about. So what's the better division? NFC West or AFC North? Well, those are definitely the top two divisions, I would say, right? So you got 
Niners Ravens at the top. Yep, which are probably the I, at least people are saying the two most talented teams, right? Two of the top four for sure. Yeah. Like Seahawks and Chiefs are the only other two that I'd put in there. Yeah. And then Seahawks versus Steelers, I would say, would be the next tier. Right. I take the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, they had the better defense last year, and they're getting back their quarterback. Yeah. And he's skinny now. Yeah. Svelte. Yeah. <laughs> like, does he's going to be able to fit into those small college bathrooms a lot easier now. <laughs> Zing. Um, yeah, I mean, arm injury, so we'll see. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. He's old. Yep. You can hope. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, um, okay, so then. Browns versus who's the third of the Rams? Rams, yeah. Uh, God, who comes in last in the West? Because the Cardinals know. think they're. Kyler Murray is, I think he's going to be pretty good. Yeah, he was fine last year. Yeah, he showed me more than I thought he would. Yeah. Didn't wasn't the best rookie quarterback last year. That was Gardner Minshew. Yep. But he got the he got the rookie of the year. Yeah. I think the only reason he got rookie of the year was because was Jacobs just shit the bed in December. Yeah. Like he just fell off the fucking face of the earth in December. Yeah. But So you would say Cardinals three, Rams four? Yeah, wanna. That'd be awesome if the Rams came in last place. And then Browns three, Bengals four. Yeah, I think that's fair. Even though I think the Browns are gonna take a big step this year. It's two, that time of year. Yeah. <laughs> two. They've won the offseason two years in a row, and that works. <laughs> and that's that's the key to success every single year. Yep. Unbridled enthusiasm. So, uh, are you guys gonna trade in Joku? He's not worth anything. Okay, good. Send him to the Niners. We need a yeah. backup tight end. Yeah, I mean, he's we have Hooper. We got Hooper from the Falcons. Yep. We drafted a Mackey Award-winning tight end out of college last year from Florida, one of those Florida schools that's not one of the big ones. Okay. Um. So, yeah, he's, I mean, he's our second tight end right now. Well, the guy drops, I can't even tell you how many balls that guy drops. Well, it's just because he doesn't have, I mean, Jimmy G is just so handsome. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> You're gonna have your eyes on the quarterback at all time, of course. So that's why he gets picked off so much. Yeah, they can't take their eyes off him. <laughs> and he throws a very catchable ball. Very catchable it's ball. Offense or defense. defense. <laughs> so but yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not too worried about David and Joku. I was kind of surprised they picked him up for his fifth year of his rookie deal. So we'll see. And he was. He wasn't. Was he? He was drafted outside the top ten, right? Yeah, they traded into the back end of the first round to get him. That's not, I mean, it's not when you, because if you, if you take that fifth year option is ba- if, if you're drafted in the top 10, that basically is the franchise tag. You're yeah. basically, you're paying in the franchise tag average yeah. of the top three. When it's outside of the top 10, it's like the average of three through 20 at their yeah. position. So it's like super reasonable. I mean, you can make the argument that he's the yeah. 20th best tight end in football. Our new coach, Stefanski, runs a tight end heavy offense. So. And run heavy. Yeah. Like lots of two tight end sets, run heavy yeah. play action. But who, who I think Njoku would benefit from it, but benefit from shut the fuck up, show yeah. up to camp. And... Yeah, catch a ball. Yeah. That would help. <clears throat> um so uh so NFC West, or let's go back to the question. NFC West, AFC North. I'm going to say NFC West. 
I think I I think just the just the sheer presence of the Bengals tips that in the NFC West favor. Probably. But again, they got Joe Burrow. Is he gonna be any good? Uh that's your turn. Is he gonna be man. better than I've, I've seen him throw Kyler Murray? Passes. Is he gonna be better than Kyler Murray? Who would I mean, you rather Kyle, have? I'd rather have Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Burrow. Now I'd rather have Cliff Kingsbury than Zach Taylor. For sure. Yeah. Like those Bengals were not playing hard last year. No. And at least like I mean the Dolphins were bad, but at least fucking Flores had them playing. At hard. the end of the year they yeah. snuck a couple wins in. Yeah, they were fucking they were so like they were playing real football. And it's like the the tank bowl, because they played each other this year and, and the Dolphins just walked all over them. Yeah. And it's like you have some fucking pride. Uh, it's like I don't think Zach Taylor's the answer. So if there's a fucking Bengals fan watching, yeah. Zach Taylor's not the fucking answer. Yeah, I don't think so. Which uh, is good for the Browns. Yeah. So um two quarterbacks making two quarterbacks making some comebacks. Cam yep. Newton to the Pats. And yeah, the, that's about as good a deal as you can get for a quarterback with his resume. Yeah. With, yeah. What do you 30-year-old former MVP for like a million bucks? Yeah. What's the most he can make? Like seven or... Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's like a fucking garage sale price. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel I almost feel bad for Cam Newton. Watching him throw last year, he looked like he was in so much pain and yeah. he was just shoving the ball rather than letting it rip and throw it. What's, and his, I don't and know. his foot, too. Like, he was yeah. just all jacked up. I just, if he's healthy, it's, you know, great. But I don't know if he's... This was our thing. Recover. This, this is the last th- two, three years he's been. Yeah, this was our thing on the draft podcast. It's like yeah. if you're the Chargers, why are you fucking around with Tyrod Taylor and tall Blaine Gabbert? Yeah, like it's uh, Cam Newton was out there. Cam fucking Newton was out there. Of yeah. course, Bill. Like I didn't. People kept saying that like Belichick wasn't gonna like wasn't gonna sign Cam because like Cam had too much ego. Like. Do people not think that Tom Brady has a fucking ego? A giant ego. Right? Yeah. Like, you're the greatest quarterback of all time. You think he's just sitting there going like, uh-huh, yes, Coach Yips. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, uh-huh. sir. Yeah, yeah, no. That guy's an asshole. Yeah. Like, he he dropped Kate Beckett, Beckinsale? Was it Beckinsale that he was with? Was it? He dropped... Uh, no, Bridget, he dropped Bridget Moynihan. Moynihan, yeah. While she, she was pregnant. With this kid. That takes balls. <laughs> yeah. That takes balls. <laughs> like, this This is not some fucking, like, this is not some, like, fucking suburban fucking uh, soccer dad that just, like, happens to throw a nice football. Right. This is a fucking, Tom Brady's a psychopath. In one of the, in some of the best ways possible. But, I mean, he kisses his son on, on the lips. Like... <laughs> He's, there's some ego here. Yeah. Like, you think fucking Belichick fucking had a walk in the park doing with Brady? Yeah. And and he's, I mean, make no mistake, that's Belichick's, that's that's his show. He's running the show there. Yeah. I don't think Cam Newton ego is going to play any factor in, in that. It's pretty much, if he's healthy, they'll be pretty good. Yeah. And But just his throwing motion last year really, it was depressing to watch. It was it was sad. Like those first that first game or two. Like if he's back, if he's right, then this is going to be the most. Oh, I don't want to say that. This is going to be. I mean, that was still the number one defense in football last year. Yeah. So it's like that alone will get you. They're gonna they're gonna be in games. Like 
that's eight to ten wins with an average quarterback. Just if Cam's average yeah. this year, that's eight to ten wins. And if he's Cam, I mean, I mean Josh McDaniels took Tebow to a playoff victory. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking Tebow. <laughs> so um, yeah, now he's uh, talk about fucked up throwing it's, motions. It's, yeah. <laughs> That'll be something to keep an eye on for sure. I mean, the Patriots, they've been so good with Brady the last however many years. One, just the changing of the guard, but also, I mean, has Camp still got anything left in the tank if he's, if he's healthy? Yeah, I mean, it's – it's the tank's got to – I mean, he hasn't played much the last two years. The tank's yeah, got to be – He hasn't taken like, the hits. He hasn't been taking the hits. And even he said, he goes, I'm going to let McDaniel – I'm going to let Josh – I give McDaniels the ability to call plays that he hasn't called since – Denver. Yeah. Right? Like that's a the the two offenses are gonna look nothing alike. Yeah. By, Pats last year versus Pats this year. And I think that's it's a, not like he had great weapons in Carolina anyway. Dude, he he never really had a good go to wide receiver. Was Steve Smith towards the end of there, maybe? I mean the start of his career. So people say it's like, oh, he had Kelvin Benjamin when Kelvin Benjamin was good. That was one year. Yeah. And I'm going to – just forgive me for a second, but I'm going to put more of Kelvin Benjamin's success on Cam Newton than I'm going to fucking give Kelvin Benjamin exactly. credit for it. Like, Close. Kelvin Benjamin had Cam Newton throwing to him, not, oh, well, Cam Newton had Kelvin Benjamin catching yeah. those passes. Fuck you. And how fast did Kelvin Benjamin fall off the face of the earth? Well, he was in terrible shape, went to Buffalo, and now was he still in the NFL? When you're that big, you fall faster. All right. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> Um, but I mean, who are who's Cam Newton's biggest weapon in New England? That's the thirty-four-year-old Edelman, or however old he you is. You got Edelman, uh, the inimitable Enkeel Harry, first-round uh, pick last year that was injured pretty much the whole year. Yeah, James White, Mohamed Sanu. Yeah. Um, so yeah, saying? I mean, it's better than we had. Uh, I mean. Maybe. Better than what I like, California uh, Carolina's weapons now. I mean, obviously McCaffrey's the best player on either team. Yeah. Um, but I like uh, Samuel and and who's the other guy? D- DJ something. Um, they're oh, what was they got name? two young receivers. I like I like. Yeah. Um, wasn't LSU or no? I'm thinking of the guy that went to the Jacksonville Jaguars. He drove 150. He got a ticket for driving 115 miles an hour. That's the only thing I know, other than like I would absolutely draft um, the guy on fucking receiver out of Maryland. I know he went to Maryland. I can't remember his name though. Um, so so, yeah, I mean McCaffrey'd be the best on either team. Um, Carolina's probably got the better weapons right now, but I just I the. Page, I mean, Patriots have Belichick. Yeah, like that's Belichick and that defense, and uh, the the McDaniel system, right? I mean, that's good for eight to nine wins, regardless of who's behind in it. that division they too. Can, right, they can win eight to nine games with Stidham. If they win thirteen, Cam's going to be the MVP. Yeah, I could see that. But again, and then he'd have throwing two, motion. Then he'd have two more MVPs than Drew Brees. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then uh, the other comeback is Alex Smith to walking. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. He's Almost just had his leg torn off. And was, was that two years ago now? Yeah. 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 Because last year he didn't play at all. Wasn't so. Yeah. It was, Did you watch the documentary? I have not. 
which I regret. Yeah, watch it. I need it. to watch that. It's fucking um, I've it's seen amazing. Be, I've seen it like in the middle of it twice. I'm like, no, I need to see it from the beginning. Yeah, and I no, turn it, the is, channel. it is really, it is phenomenal. Yeah, and, he's, uh, he's a short. guy you can root for. Yeah. Yeah, and, and people are like, I saw something on Twitter and somebody said, uh, it's like, why? It's like, dude, you've, you've made nine figures in your career. You're 30 something years old. You've got a couple like young kids. Really smoking wife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are you doing this for? And I couldn't figure out a way to respond to this in like the 140 character thing or the 280 or whatever yeah. the fucking limit is these days and have it make sense. Cause like you can't actually fucking, I've been doing the memes for fucking four years and I still yeah. have not figured out a way to like write something that's not going to make me either make me sound like an asshole or somebody else sound like an asshole. But I really just, here's the thing I wanted to say. The drive that it takes to get to the fucking NFL at all, let alone to become the first pick in the fucking draft. Like, that's just how Alex Smith operates. Like, I think Jamarcus Russell's probably the the, the polar opposite. The, the polar opposite, <laughs> right? Um, Jamarc ass Russell. But the uh, but the level of fucking care and intensity you've got to live your daily life in to get to that point, and then to have it taken away from you, it's like. You don't un like at thirty five. You don't unlearn how to like. These guys are all psychopaths. Yeah, they're like you know they're like the Fortune fifty CEOs. These guys that run like GM and fucking Coke, and they're all fucking psychopaths. They work eighty hours a week, even when they're fucking sixty years old. And the, these quarterbacks are just all the, these professional football players are wired the same way. This is why they so many of them go broke right after they fucking retire. They just they just pour themselves into shit that they have no idea what they're doing. They yeah. know football, right? But like Alex Smith, I think this is just how these guys are wired, man. You can't turn off like he was going to walk again. Right? Yeah. As long as he got to keep his leg, he was gonna walk again. Getting all the way back to football is fucking phenomenal. But I'm not I'm not surprised by this just because like if you're he's had that level of dedication his whole life. Right. Right. And I've I'd like I've been lucky enough just in my professional career, my real career to, uh, to be around one of these guys that like sleeps four hours a night is up at four in the morning is, you know, does his, does his job. And he's, he's pushing 60 guy has yeah. tens of millions of dollars, does not need yeah. any of this shit and is working four jobs. But that's like how, like when you're in the top 1% of like work mm. ethic, that's just how it works. And fucking yeah. Alex Smith is up there. Yeah, and it's a great story. I mean, great story of dedication coming back, fighting back through something like that. That's crazy. His leg was, that was a gruesome injury. Dude, you got to see that the fucking is... documentary. It is gross. Yeah. It is, I mean, like, like you know, they, they do the doctor thing, and they're like, doctor speak, doctor speak, doctor speak, doctor speak, flesh-eating bacteria. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> they're like, they're like, that all that black stuff that's the flesh eating bacteria it's like oh fuck turn oh, this off yeah so anyway highly recommend we'll do we'll watch that for highly sure. recommend but yeah well uh, he's still under contract with the washington team right the, the washington football football team. team forgot that part um 
Yeah, that's... Okay, we gotta stop. I forget. Where... Fuck, I forgot to set a timer for 30 minutes. So I don't know where we fucking... Oh, no, we're still going. All right. Disregard that. We have eight more minutes on this fucking thing. So disregard. So Washington football team. Very creative name. Crushed it. Nailed it. Shows they put a, they've been thinking about that. This just proves that Dan, when Daniel Sander said he was never changing the team name, he fucking meant it because yeah. they did not have one meeting prior to not this. Not one single idea. The Washington football team. At least call it the football club. I think that would have sounded football, better. The, like, and, and or is that too that's European so- that's, soccer-y? That's soccer-y, yeah. I mean, even the MLS calls their stuff the football club. Like, the, uh, like that would have been better. Yeah. Athletic club would have been better. <laughs> football team. Anything. Yeah. That's like, that's Something. What, that's what your mom calls like, it. What, it's like, uh, the Washington, uh, uh, the football team. Washington, like, fo- oh, that's what we'll even, call uh, it. I mean, what was it back when they were good? Uh, the Hogs? Then they have like a nickname of their... Yeah, off, the, like the, the, the Hogs, hog, yeah. Hog Maulers or yeah. something funny like that. Back call in it, John Riggins days. Called the Gridiron Club, but football team. Yeah. The yeah. Washington football team. Yeah, it's pretty... Uh, I mean, I guess you just got to get through this year. They probably have so, so many things that say Redskins on it. They're like... Well, this has got to go to Ethiopia now or some foreign country where <laughs> yeah. they need clothes. Yeah, this is ch- this becomes charity. Yeah. All of this shit becomes charity. It's like all those Buffalo Bill championship shirts yeah. from the 90s. They got to go somewhere. Yeah. Now they got the Washington Redskins. Yeah. Hu- hu- Redskins have a huge following in Somalia. Which, uh, man, how bad does Dan Snyder look after everything? That's, now he's there's like sexual harassment stuff going on inside his house. Like, yeah. When I say house, I mean franchise. Yeah. And it's like, wow, it really took all these major sponsors to be like, hey, we're pulling our money for him to change. All his fucking partners want out. Like, like yeah, man, he looks bad. <laughs> like, just what, like, if you like if he, you thought one, any owner in the league couldn't look worse, you'd be like, well, Dan Snyder's safe. Yeah. But if there was, like, a scandal, if you was just going to, like, assign a scandal to any team, You'd probably just skip the Redskins because it's like, ah, it's Snyder. He can't. Yeah. He can't look worse. Been done. Turns out he can. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he looks. He looks really bad. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, looks terrible anyways. And then like you add this on, and uh, I mean, when, like it's obviously not. He's not motivated by the actual. Hey, this is an offensive term. He's. It's. Oh man, they're pulling money away. And even in his like, even in his letters and stuff, he mentions his sponsors before he gets to the fans. He's like, I just want to thank all the sponsors, coaches, players, fans. Yeah. Start with fans. Piece of shit. Yeah. Terrible. What, uh, terrible I mean, human being. Yeah, Washington. What would be a good? I was trying to think of a good nickname for Washington related. I love because like their hockey teams, the Capitals, which yeah. is a great name. Yeah. And then uh, the Nationals for the baseball. Yeah. So those are. Good on the spot names, the monuments. Uh, Washington Mon- I like. I really like the Red Tails, and I don't know if it's like going to be tied up in trademark, but like that's what they called the Tuskegee Airmen, and I think given the climate that we're in, that that would be like the right way to honor. Because yeah. you know that that would work. that would that would, Sentinels was another one I saw floated around. I like that one, but like. There's, you know, 
What was it? There was like Red Hawks was another one that was like floating around. Try to keep that red theme going. Yeah, but the, like Washington football team sounds like the first Tecmo Bowl that ever came out, like before it was licensed. They're like, you know. And they're going to be wearing Tecmo Bowl style helmets with the numbers on them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. The eight, the eight bit graphic uh, number on the side of them. Yeah. But I'm, I have a, you know, I have a Dwayne Haskins rookie card. So I'm hoping he does something this year because I don't want to be a guy that holds on to a Dwayne Haskins rookie yeah. card. Yeah. No, but, don't blame me there. But I like him. I think he's going to be good. He's got potential. They have some weapons there. Yeah. And if, Alex Smith can actually be in the quarterback room if he's gonna if he actually makes the team. Yeah, being around that guy is not gonna hurt anybody. Yeah, I mean Mahomes credits I mean Mahomes and his five hundred and three million dollar fucking contract um owe a lot to and Mahomes says this and Andy Reid says this, owe a lot to Alex Smith. So and, mm. you know, the guy's got a fucking future in coaching for sure. I would say so. So San Diego guy. Alex yeah. Smith, right? Mount Helix, Helix, him and Reggie Bush, same Reggie. high school team. Yep. That's pretty awesome. And they went like, what? Alex Smith went first, and then the next year Reggie Bush went second yeah. in the draft. Same high school team. They, I'm not even sure they won the state title. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like how you were like, you're like looking at, uh, you know, Beckham and Landry on the same college, LSU. It's like how the fuck did you get two first round wide receivers? How do you mm-hmm. not? How are you not better? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Washington football team. Um. All right. Well, the only other thing I think that's come up recently are the the big contracts for Mahomes. Like you have the Mahomes contract, ten years, five hundred and three million, and then you've got Dak on the other end of the spectrum that is just working. That is just going to be working off of. Um. That's just working off of the franchise tag. So you year. think that? You think the Mahomes signing helps Dak's situation? So do we think uh, Patrick Mahomes' contract, is this a good thing or a bad thing for Dak's negotiations for a long-term deal, even though I know he just he had to do his yeah, I mean, franchise like, this year? They can't negotiate anymore now, but every year that you fucking wait, like Jerry could have locked this guy up. The guy was making half a million dollars a year. Jerry could have locked him up at like 18 mil a year three years ago. Yeah. 20 mil a year. I mean, this was the this was the argument behind the Jimmy G contract. It's like, sure, it's big now. Give it a couple years. Right. And it's like not even a top eight contract. Super reasonable. Whereas like with Dak, now you're in the fucking Kirk Cousins mode where it's like yeah. franchise him. And then he's going to have, he's going to have, like you just got him more weapons. Yeah. CD Lamb. You got him more weapons, a better head coach, and... He just damn near threw for 5,000 yards last year. So he's going to have a good season. Yep. Cowboys are probably going to make the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Niners-Cowboys in the NFC title game. Yep. And then what? Now what's his contract going to be? Because he still doesn't want Because Dak's... Dak is doing... Dak is working this to make the most money possible. Yeah. And good for him. But the and and so the way to make the most money possible is like the LeBron way, right? Like you take you you just keep signing two year contracts, yep. three year contracts, four year contracts, shortest possible contract because 
if the salary cap keeps going up, you're you're golden. Now, Dak. So here's. So Dak can let's just let's fast forward. Let's say the cap comes down next year. Yeah. Because that's kind of the pretense behind like all of this shit. With like that's the reason I thought Jamal Adams wasn't going to get traded because nobody was going to offer enough with the contract uncertainty and the salary cap uncertainty. But like, let's say the salary cap comes down next year. Dak still wants his money. Yeah. The Cowboys aren't going to be able to fit it under the cap. So either Dak's going to be a free agent, free agent, or they're going to have to franchise him again. And this franchise number is going to be like 38 million. Yeah. So now what? So now that so now they've signed him. And then after that, it's just it becomes such an ungodly, you know, now it becomes a $45 million contract. You know, if they were to franchise him a third time, even if I don't even know if that's fucking possible. Yeah, I don't know. But so I think the the Cowboys want the longer contract because they want more control, they want more cost certainty. And Dak wants a shorter contract, so he has you know, gets more contracts and more opportunities to negotiate. More earning, yep. And um, the the owners are going to take a hit. Like I think to answer your question, I think the Mahomes contract has absolutely no bearing on Dak. Yeah, he's not Patrick Mahomes, but he's not Patrick Mahomes, and and Mahomes so. And I don't know if I said this on a podcast or I know I've said it on, on like answering, you know, some questions on, on the page, but the worst part. So somebody was like, is, is Mahomes going to get to six rings? It was like, you know, these stupid fucking yeah. like random hypotheticals that people throw at me. And um, my response to that is if he wins a Super Bowl early and then decides to take a below market contract, so that the Chiefs can like keep fucking the talent around him, yeah. then the league is fucked, right? Because that's what Brady did, right? Yeah. He won Super Bowl early and decided, oh shit, I can just chase rings now. And now you might think that five hundred million, half a billion dollars, isn't <laughs> a team friendly contract, but at least they know what they're going to be paying him. Exactly, they've got the cost certainty. Plus, all those guys are young. Those receivers, pretty the, much. The, the team's young. I mean, been. they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to pay those guys. They're gonna have to say goodbye to some of them, and they're gonna have to be disciplined about that. And you can't pay everybody. Yeah. But they know what they're gonna be paying Mahomes for conceivably the next eight to ten years, and that brings a lot of like, that takes a lot of shit off the table. You like that's those are like things you just most teams don't have to. That those things that most teams stress about is like okay, well, trying to like extrapolate like three four years down the line like what is this position going to cost us and now the chiefs know so now they have the freedom to make all these decisions just knowing patrick mahomes has this contract and they can work everything else around it yeah they don't have they, like for the next 10 years and nobody that is on this team right now will still be on the team in 10 years except for mahomes true so that Mahomes signed the team-friendly deal that the league should be fucking terrified. If, if like if you want to win, if you want the best shot at winning a Super Bowl in the next ten years, 
you should be really pissed off that the Chiefs just signed him to. Even though it's a half a billion dollar contract, it's it gives them cost certainty. And that's that's the thing that teams want. Yeah. Yeah, they're I mean, good coach. They got their coach, they got their quarterback. Those are two big pieces. Yep. I could definitely see them making a having a dynasty type run over the next eight to ten years with him. Yeah. I think I, that was, was that Tyreek Hill on Twitter talking about six or seven. Yeah. The, the disrespect to Brady. He goes, we're chasing Jordan. <laughs> it was like, you had to go outside of your sport to grab the guy that's got just as many rings as Brady? Yeah. The disrespect. That's the um, seven rings in ten years would be absurd. That would That would be criminal. It's a physical game. He's got to stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, shit, man. Anything can happen. We just got done talking about Alex Smith, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's a, that's a tough game. The, um, but going back to Dak, like, this is, the waiting on this has been such a terrible fucking business decision. Mm-hmm. That it's like, they, they had, they draft him in the fourth round. Great value out of him for three, four years. They got great value out of him. They should, if they didn't think he was worth the money, somebody would have given them a first round pick for him. I would think so. Or two. Right? Yeah. So it's like, if you didn't think he was worth the money, should have just cut bait. If you still don't think he's worth the money, which is what they're saying, because like the Chiefs just committed to Mahomes for 10 years. And. The Cowboys wanted five from Dak, and he wanted four. But they weren't going to pay him extra just to get there. But then the – it's like the the, the Chiefs contract – now, granted, Dak and Mahomes are two different quarterbacks and have two completely different trajectories. Like, Dak keeps getting better every year. Mahomes is just fucking amazing already. Yeah. But, like – you you can just t- see by like the fact that the Cowboys wouldn't be like okay we'll pay through the nose to keep you for that extra fifth year because in five years it'll be a deal whereas the 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 uh, the Chiefs are like fuck it average annual salary of like forty five fifty million for ten years no big deal yeah. run it let's do it <laughs> um and. Uh, well, they say, I mean, if, if your quarterback's good, great or good, like you give him the money or you overpay for him because yeah. it's such a value position. Yeah. So it's like, I think uh, the Goff contract made Dak say, okay, I need more than that guy. <laughs> the de- and, and, the, and Goff probably made the Cowboys go, shit, what if, we, what if we pay him and he turns into Jared Goff? Yeah. But I don't think, you know, it's like you've got – with Goff, right? You've got the the you got the McVeigh thing, and I don't think anybody ever gave Jason Garrett the McVeigh treatment. No, right? Nobody was sitting there going like, "Wow, this offense is so amazing." Anybody could run this, right? Yeah. And I would rather have Dak than Goff. Me too. And. Got that golf contract just makes me fucking happy. Yeah, it just makes me fucking happy. Because the Rams are 
they're going to be going backwards for the next four or five years. Yeah. And they and they don't have the first round picks. Yeah. And um, God, that Goff contract makes me so goddamn happy. They pushed <laughs> all their chips to the middle of the table for one Super Bowl when they had the youngest coach in football and a second or a third year quarterback. Yeah. And it was like you, you couldn't. I mean, like this is the Rams. If if the Niners were being run by the Rams front office, they would have traded for Jamal Adams. Yeah. And like, then they'd have to sign Kittle and they would have cut like three guys to sign Kittle. They probably would have tried to sign DeForest Buckner and Armstead. Right. But like, you can see the difference in like, and maybe the Niners just learned from what the Rams did, but like the Niners are being really cautious with who they're giving money to and how much they're given. When you got talent, you can, you can do that. They've done well. When you get the right head coach. Yeah. Um, but, like, the Niners can get out of the Jimmy G contract for, like, $2 million or something next year. Yeah. If they're like, this isn't our guy, they can just walk away for $2 million. And it would cost the Rams 50 to walk away from the Goff contract. Man, that went so <laughs> south so quick. Like, that, like, they were on an upward projection like no other, and then it just disintegrated, like, Todd Gurley's knee cartilage, yeah. like just gone. Yeah, it was like you know that contract is the equivalent of scoring three points in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so pretty um, awful. But yeah, no, I think uh, I think I think Dak is set up right now, man. He's got yeah, he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. Somebody's going to pay him. Somebody's got cap room, right? So even if he can becomes a free agent, free agent, he's going to make unreal money if he's like let out onto the he he might end up with a he might end up with a Mahomes style contract if if you let two teams bid on him in the in the free market yeah, yeah he might he could end up with a Mahomes style contract yeah I mean what would Mahomes Mahomes would have gotten 750 you think 650 <laughs> he would have gotten 650 on the open market for the same 10 years yeah. if you were just if you just said hey any of the thirty-two teams can sign him. He'd have gotten six fifty. Wow! But like, yeah. it's the it's the it's the 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 franchise tag and everything else, and the team control. The teams have so much control. Like quarterbacks don't hit the open market. This was this was the argument for fucking going back to Cam Newton. Yeah. This was the youngest MVP that has ever hit the hit the market like this. And the Patriots got him for League one million minimum. plus incentives. Unreal. Yeah. So it's like imagine like seven years from now, Mahomes coming off an injury plague season, and you can get him for a million. That's basically what happened. It's yeah. fucking an MVP that's thirty years old. So, but if Mahomes starts shoving the ball down the field like <laughs> yes. Cam Newton does, oh, yeah. I mean, it's like like I said, coming off an injury plague yeah. season. So. Um, but yeah, man, like it's, uh, I think Dak's going to get, pay- Dak's going to get monster money, monster money. The Cowboys, he's going to have another great season and the Cowboys are going to have to pay him, but they might not be able to, um, might have to get rid of a, might have to get rid of a, a Zeke or yeah. who's the defensive end they have. That's real good. Lawrence, Lawrence Dexter yep. Lawrence. Yep. So somebody on their offensive line, like Zach Martin. Yeah. Best gonna- offensive guard in the league. 
at a Notre Dame. Him or Quentin Nelson? Doesn't matter. Both had a Notre Dame. Okay. <laughs> um, offensive, uh, offensive guard, you. Yep. McGlinchey, right tackle. Ronnie Stanley at left. Yeah. That's, dude, that's – Notre Dame should win more. <laughs> right? <laughs> they um, have been lately. 33 wins over the last three years. <laughs> 11 wins a year. It's pretty good. Notre Dame going to have a season? Yeah. We'll, we'll play in the ACC if they have to. Hmm. Yeah. Well, ACC is not going to say no to Notre Dame. Yeah. They want to make money. Yeah. Yeah, just go play with the, every other sport. It, and, oh, because uh, because the thought is that they'll just play conference games well, this year? They have an affiliation with the ACC already. So they Notre Dame plays six games a year with against ACC schools. So, so yeah, I'm not worried about that. That'd be, yeah, that that would be like sewer. That'd be just. It would be pretty funny because a lot of people like to roast Notre Dame for being independent. Oh, they got to be in a yeah. conference. It'd be nice if COVID gets them in the conference. They because they can, if they play the conference schedule, they can play the conference championship. Right. So they could be in a conference this year, fucking win it, win a championship, and then be independent next year. <laughs> Perfect. Best case scenario. Best case. Scenario. Probably won't happen. All right. Ohio State's probably gonna win it all this year. Is that right? Yeah. Can't stand college football. Yeah, I can't stand a hostile. <laughs> They're going to be really good though. They're right. going to have an Alabama type run over the next four or five years. Ohio State. Yeah. Just, Unfortunately, we just have a couple buddies that are Ohio State fans. Yeah, I have a lot of buddies that are Ohio State. I, fans. You have a lot of buddies that are Ohio State fans. Well, um, but final yeah. thoughts. Um, stoked that. Brown's locked up a first-round pick to a second contract for the first time in like twelve years. Is that really? This I think it's twelve year or maybe it's like it's either seven or twelve years since one of their first-round picks got to a second contract. Holy shit! So thank you, Miles Garrett, and also thank you, Miles Garrett, for not being bad. So everybody would shit on the Browns for not drafting Patrick Mahomes too, like they are the Bears. And the that's. Yeah. Well, it's like because every it was like, oh man, I'm so sick of. Oh, they could have had Deshaun Watson, or they could have had Mahomes, or any other, you know, whatever the decent quarterbacks in the last couple of years have been. So it's what we always hear as Browns fans. So, so thank you, Miles Garrett, for being good, so we don't have to have one more, two more quarterbacks on our long list of should have been Browns quarterbacks. So that's that's because that's my pushback on everybody's like, you know, like I love Kyle Shanahan, but like I'm not quite sure he's the genius genius that every like this isn't like you know it's like bill walsh could evaluate talent and right was the master play caller yeah i think kyle shanahan's just the master play caller because like he he was in a draft with deshaun watson and um patrick mahomes he was willing to go with matt barkley and brian hoyer because he was sure he was going to get Kirk Cousins the next year. Hmm. So, um, anyway, I'm not sure that Shanahan is the greatest uh, talent chess player that we have in the league. But he can fucking scheme. He's a play caller, yeah. for sure. So, um, all right, man. Well, so this, this is going to be the format from now on. Once a week, we'll go long, we'll go deep. Um, try and cover everything that happened in the week. Just because I haven't done this in a month, we had a lot, to, a lot of shit to talk about. But uh, we're gonna do one long. Doug and I are gonna do one long podcast. I can't carry an hour long podcast by myself. Doug is my favorite guy to talk fucking football with. 
So this is the uh, this is the new format. Thanks for listening. Drop a review. See you next week. Nacho Flago. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. I hope you liked what I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.